What's going on, everybody? Welcome and welcome back to Real Reality Realness with Cherie Laveau, the podcast where I, Cherie Laveau, dive deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and ask all the questions about what they don't want out. Today, I'm diving into the real reality of House of Murasaki. I have Elle from Housewives and Chit Chat back, and she's added me to her press tour. She stops by to talk about her new show on the Nosy Bystanders channel on Roku, House of Murasaki. We discuss the power of manifestation meeting hard work. We talk about longevity in love and career. We spike a little tea on the mole and love after lockup and so much more. Prepare to be touched and moved because me and my Pisces sister truly get to the shits. Lock in while I clock in because we are about to get into it. Can you hear me? Hi. Goodness. Yo, I swear this only happens with you. Like, and when we get off, I'm going to show you my setup. Like, it's not like I'm like in a garage and I don't understand technology. <laughs> I am, listen, I'm in a car on an iPhone. It's not like, <laughs> like you have a professional setup. Like it probably is me. I don't know. I'm cursed. Just blame no, me. It's I, okay. It's not we, you. We it's, it's not you. I just it's I'm telling you every time I link with you, it's like I know that there is magic because it's something. Good morning, baby love. I am on a podcast recording. I get some yogurt and relax. Okay. I love you. You want to give me kisses? Please, I would love that. Good morning. Yeah, come on. It's no camera. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. No, I love you. All right. Get some, uh, get some yogurt and some strawberries if you want, and relax. And I'll be there when I'm done. Okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're perfectly fine. I'm like, I, I'm that girl that's like on time. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there five minutes early. So it's like when things, I know that it's little and like not to minimalize our art, but like, I know it's just a podcast. Like, you know what I mean? And, but it's yeah. like, I feel like, no, I'm, I'm not showing up correctly. I'm not on time. No, I feel the same way, but I'm in reverse. I'm like, oh, I Maybe I should just fork over the money and buy professional equipment like a regular person. <laughs> Let me just have some dignity. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, this hilarious. Oh, bless man. this podcast. No, please bless this podcast. Bless this mess. Amen. Bless my neck and my ankles. Child. Amen. Hey, lady. <laughs> My 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 neck and my ankles. Please, Lord, today on my neck and my ankles, our man. And hey, lady, thank you. <laughs> Anita, darling. Nice. You, friend. Child, I am. I am blessed. I am 
yes, highly are. favored, but I, yes, I is tired. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy is tired, child. Ooh, Jesus, whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me, but send a pillow, Lord. Send it. <laughs> send my blessings with a with a neck pillow. Oh, amen. Please, please. Expeditiously and on time. Thank you, A little you, memory foam, Jesus. Just a touch of memory foam. If I could just touch the hem Baby, of a it, memory foam neck blanket. Amen. Amen. All would be all right in this place. Peace would be still. Yes. Ooh. I'm with you. Naya, he's coming in the Honda. Mm. Uh, okay. Okay. I always have a kiki with you. I love talking to you, friend. Because it's that's the environment around here. Like, I like, like, mind you, I understand exactly what what you're saying like this is our art we are like professionals we are doing something really like towards the greater good of our uh, of our coins and the community you know mm-hmm. bless you all and our pocketbooks but and however i also want to have a good time while creating the art and i think that the more fun we have the more of a positive vibe and more fun people will have live have yes. you know being a part of it so i just you know, I just make it a kiki, and it's like it's not that serious. And then this is like the reality recap, so it's really not an interview. It's really more so like you're really coming on to just shoot the shit anyway. And I love shooting the shit. I love so, shooting the shit. So, you know, pow pow. Shout out to <laughs> Wendy Williams and her mental health. <laughs> Oof, child. Okay. Not her still we being Mike. Blessed in our temples. <laughs> <laughs> we all need to be touched around our temples, okay? Around the crowns of our head. Please, thank you. Lord knows I'm in distress now. But speaking of in distress, honey, you have no stress other than how booked and blessed you are right now. Because I want to talk to you, give you flowers and congratulations. Listen, I ain't got Noriega's budget, so I can't present you no golden flowers right Come now. Come on, drink champs. But in your second season, she going to have a gift for you, okay? I received When season that. two starts. When I say the girls done fucked around and got a TV show, girl, Baby, I don't know how they done fucked up and let me in, but they done let me in. They done let your ass, they done, baby, they done made room for a new table, honey. They doing some redecorating around the building. No, they are definitely doing some redecorating around the building. I got presented with this amazing opportunity from Stephanie Hall uh, of Nosy Bystander. She was creating or is creating this network on Roku. And let me tell you how God works. Like, I had... So, I, you know, I was just on live shooting the shit, doing my thing. And Stephanie had came into the live, right? And I, you know, I'm fangirling out, you know, on TikTok. I'm like, sis, I follow you. I be in the lives. We talking. I'm interviewing her. And we get I off. I you in a long way. No, for real, though. But, like, I'm asking her questions. And we get off. And she was like, this wasn't even an interview, bro. But you asked some questions that, like, nobody else asked. And I'm like, you know, you could tell that you really ingested my art, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So now we're keeping up. Child, we friends. We texting, right? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm like, oh, now me texting the elites, elites of the tickety talks, right? And Hello. so 
when I tell you this particular night that she hit me up, I was getting in the bed and you know, again, I'm a Pisces shot. I'd be ready to give up on the art every day. Um, <laughs> and um, that's why we get along so well because we are white knuckling our way to greatness. Amen, please. So I, I, I get in the bed and I'm like, you know, God, I just, I just don't know. Some, sometimes, even though I know I have a, a perspective um, and rhyme or reason for talking about the housewives, it's not just housewife bashing or people bashing. I like to open up the conversation. Yes, here, this is what they're talking about. Open up, even though I know that I have a purpose, right? And it's not smut. And even if it is smut, that's somebody else's art. So that's cool too. But I know that that's not what I was doing. But some days of the week, it gives that when you, set up your your phone and you sit there and you're in a room by yourself and you're talking about other people living their lives even if it is scripted right so there are days where I'm like it, is it me am I the drama is this what I want to do <laughs> like I don't know I had stalled out at maybe uh I I went from zero to 4,000, stalled out at 4,000, jumped from 4,000 to 7,000, stalled out and baby, when I tell you we was clawing tooth and nail to get from 7,000 to 10K. So I had just, I had just hit 10K and I'm in the bed and I'm just, you know, spending some quiet time. I got my little salt lamp on and Stephanie texts me, can you take a phone call real quick? Now this is, and I'm big on, we talked about this last time, I'm big on work hours because as a creator, everything can tend to blend or whatever. Um, And I have taken that advice to heart. Listen, you have to, you have to set life work boundaries, especially when you're a content creator, because you can really work for 24 hours and not even know it. Um, And and I am that girl. Yeah. And I, I will happily happily work um, (laughs) because also I told God, like, listen, if this, if this pops off, if we do this, um, I'm not afraid of doing the work. I just don't want to work for the white man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and so when I first started, I felt like in order to honor that promise to God, I had to work for the 24 hours. Oh, because I said I was going to. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, I learned along the way that, that that's not the way that you honor that commitment. But um, some something said, take the phone call. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, yeah, my husband was at work. So I was like, okay, cool. The little one was asleep. So I take the phone I'll call. I'll take a leap of faith for 200, Alex. Exactly. And mm-hmm. so she gets on the phone and she goes, um, so what would you say if like I offered you a show? <laughs> and yes, at this point, I had already been pitched um, a really, really great idea, but the budget wasn't there for the amount of work that it was going to require. Also, I'm a homeschooling mom, so that is, I don't I don't have that like nine to two window that some people right. have, you know. Right. And so I was like, um, I would say that I would love to hear the pitch. <laughs> and she goes, Okay, well, cool. I'm starting this Roku network. Um, I'm looking for you to tap the lifestyle section of it um you'll have free reign you can produce any content that you want to produce um the only rule is that roku says you can't be naked 
I'm not policing your content. I don't want to own any part of your content. You will own it 100%. I am quite literally just the host. You know, I'm, I'm providing a place for your content to live. Um, and then she went on to say, and even if from this, your show gets picked up by a bigger network or a television network, you don't owe me anything other than to keep my name in the conversation. You own your masters? I own yes. my masters. And you know, that's what? what Prince told me I had to do, baby. He okay. said, he said, you got to own it. I remember, um, I don't know if you saw the Drink Chance episode with Alicia Keys and she tried no, to get us. Okay, remember? So she tried to get a sample cleared and Prince was like, I like love this, but you don't I own it. Mm-hmm. Girl, I'm sorry. Listen, if I would let anybody use it, it would be you, baby girl, <laughs> baby sister. But however, comma. Yes. Um, you don't own these masters. You don't own it. So I asked her, you know, what lifestyle meant to her, what she was looking for. And she was like, when I say it, I think kind of like Martha Stewart, but black. I said, okay, heard you. Uh, let me talk to my okay. husband. Um, and let's see. And my husband was like, well, let's do it. <laughs> and oh, so... Here we are, I told I told God, I told my husband um, when we started this because I used to own a uh, media management company. And you know, when you're the manager and you're working for other people, you don't have the time to build that network. So you don't have tens of thousands of followers, but you know how to tell people to get there, right? right. And what I kept running up against was clients who felt like, oh, well, if it's that easy, then why don't you have, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So like not doing the things that I would advise them to do this, that, and the third. And so I told my husband, I said, you know what? They can't see it because they can't see it. So mm -hmm. I'm going to take all of this advice, all of this, everything that I had for other people, I'm going to pour it into myself. And if I happen to be the best to God, be the glory. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, you don't know how much you're touching my fear right now in real life. Like, I keep being mm. bullshit, but, like, in the real, real realm, mm -hmm. you are really touching me right now. Because, listen, I see, I see you and I see the end goal. I see the ne I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I see the next step. I see, you know, mm. just what's over the plateau. I see the I oasis see in the desert. Because specifically like I hear this story and I see all the things that you're happening that 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 are happening for you and I am in a stage right now where I'm doing some things and I'm pitching some things and I try not to talk about it because I you know I, I don't want to jinx like it <laughs> right but like I feel like a part of that I also feel like I need insight and advice and like help because I'm literally just out here shooting shots and shooting arrows and hoping that they go real high in the name of Dorian Corey and <laughs> just like I'm literally out here winging it like legit winging it I'm just out here sliding in DMs jumping in people's emails mm -hmm. like I'm just out here shooting it and I feel like for what it's for, for what's gone so far for me I feel like it's really like been working for me to a degree like I'm starting to see small increments of growth I'm starting to see steady progression I'm starting to see these small jumps in numbers and things and and that is like the small encouragement right but like I don't know where to go from here can I be really real with you 
please. That's why I called you. <laughs> Neither do I. Neither do I. When I tell you it, it jumbles my brain when people say, I love your marketing. I love your branding. You're doing the thing. You always be on TikTok Live. You be eating the TikTok Lives up. Baby, just, just, just winging it. <laughs> just winging it. Just, just, just. When I had my lifestyle brand, right? I had on my website, because um, I, I suck at writing bios, I had on my website, um, I told God that I would be a vessel. And so here I am. And, you know, words really have power, right? And, and yes. sometimes you don't realize how powerful those words are or even what they entail um, when you speak them, right? I just know... I used to have a pastor that said before he got to preaching, he would pray, uh, God, more of me, more of you and less of me so that I don't get in the way of whatever message you have for your people. Right. And while I'm not a pastor, the same thing. I'm not here to preach to anybody. I'm not here to get anybody to believe any certain type of religion. I just know that the creator in the most high has done things for me has kept me when i was 18 child i was in the y'all better take good advice where the hell y'all can <laughs> say thank you say thank you i was in the hospital and i had a doctor looking at me jaw drop because according to this x-ray i don't know how you're still alive those were the words spoken to me at 18. You feel what I'm saying? And, and I'm here and I've made it and I'm surrounded by people that love me and I have the opportunity to um, create art, right? But I also know that it's it's bigger than me. So I try to know when the magic is in the room, Quincy Jones, and uh, know Hello. when the magic has left the room, you know what I mean? And, and to adhere to that and to be open to that. And I used to fight it like I would have something on my heart and I would go live and I'd be like, hey, this isn't, um, this, this, this isn't my niche. This isn't the housewives, you know what I mean? And the creator was like, that, that's not really what I asked you. I asked you if you would hold space for somebody. I asked you if you would shine your light so that people know. I asked you if, if you could tell your story. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm just getting more and more comfortable in that. I'm really not a like braggadocious girl doing this promo week for this show is like the hardest crap that I've ever done because I just don't say like, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. Like, <laughs> um, That's what I'm struggling with, right? And so, yeah, when people when people say like, oh, I love your marketing, I love your branding, I love what you're doing. I'm just like, I just get up every day and I try to walk on the path that I feel like is illuminated in front of me. Um, so, and that, that's that's it, man. Like that, that's it. I get up with a pure heart, but an intentional heart. You know what I mean? I'm here to be me. I'm here to give it with love always. <laughs> hey that bring it home bring it to the branding that's how you do it sister yes ma'am yes ma'am speaking of with love always plug the enamel pins and tell these cheering about all this nice shit you, Let's you got around your shop the enamel pins so house of marisaki is my show coming to nosy bystanders tv on roku um but this show is not just for the housewives it's not about bravo style housewives this is just full of 
tips and tricks that I've learned. I've been a exclusively a stay-at-home mom for about four years. Um, I've been homeschooling my little one for that equal time. I've been a firewag for about eight years. Um, and so these are just tips and tricks and things that I've picked up along the way that I want to share. So in, in the words of you, it is a lifestyle show curated around being a housewife. But as Bravo has shown us, there is no definition to a housewife anymore. You are what you say you are in your head. And so while we were doing that and we got the show pitch, I had to, we have the opportunity to secure our own sponsors. So if you would like to sponsor the House of Murasaki show on Roku, please jump in my inbox. My rates are affordable. Um, Hello. <laughs> but I, I said, you know what? season one season two out the gate baby this show is going to be sponsored by us we gonna sell our own merch so house of marisaki is sponsored exclusively by house of marisaki so you can get you an enamel pin that says with love always so you can spread the love share the love be the love feel the love and know that no matter what you do do it with love always these pins are a hundred percent listen 100% designed by me and my and Mr. Producers are from the Ruta to the Tudor baby from the backing cards to the actual pen to it being um, laced in purple um, the with love always and the flowers are embossed so they're raised um, and this is 100% my, my creation I, as well as this show but 100% this pen I, I it, was, it was nothing on the screen and then I put something on the screen and now we have enamel pens it's <laughs> $12 you have to pay for your own shipping but like that's okay um so you pay you, for it on Amazon hello you pay for your own shipping on Amazon so you get the pin for $12 you pay for the shipping you come out $19.95 in total I didn't even ask you for a whole $20 you give me $20 I'm gonna give you a nickel back <laughs> bless yourself and bless a black content creator there's two blessings for the price of one two blessings like, for the price of one get into it like now I want you to also speak to like what specifically we all can expect from the show. When does it drop? All of the details, details that you can display so far, as well oh, as sure. the 100% ownership. Because you own this show. These are I your own masters. You are the masters to my shit, bro. You could call me Michael Jackson. You were, Maybe don't call me Michael Jackson and Prince because they went out a little bad, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, but in their vein, in their honor. In in you can you can we call learn them. from their mistakes so that we can be better. Amen. Um so to the ownership part of it, um I, I own it. This whole show is my complete creation. Um I told this story on live, but I'll I'll share it with you and the masses as well. So when my husband and I first got together, we were long distance. Um, and those long distance create relationships create opportunity for you to have conversations that you might not have if you live in the same state and you see each other every day, right? So um, we, we got to talking one day and I asked him, what do like what what does his last name stand for what what do the men in his family stand for what do the women in their in his family stand for and he was like uh, you know well they 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 came from virginia <laughs> and so i said you know um with all due respect i'm not taking on another last name that i don't know i've got my dad my grandfather and then his dad i don't we don't know anybody further back than then my maiden name is vic we don't even know if michael and marcus vic are related to us um 
Wow. The most the most that we know about our family is that like my dad's great uncle created the Vicks Vapor Up Sab. He was a pharmacist. He created the Vicks Vapor Up Sab. A white man um, used to do house calls. A white man had the Sab. It worked for him. He asked for the rights. He sold the rights to this man for seventy five dollars a week for the rest of his life. He didn't secure anybody after him. Um, we don't even know if he had kids to even think about securing it for, right? Um, the wow. only deal that he made was that you cannot change the name, which is why Vicks Vapor Rub is V-I-C-K apostrophe S because it belongs to Mr. Vic. Um, wow. So that that's that's all I know. And even if you go to the Vicks Vapor Rub site, they don't tell that story. They have whitewashed it. Um, and so I was telling my husband, like, I'm not taking on another name where I don't know, like, like what it is, what the foundation is, what we're setting for the generations that come from us. And my husband was like, oh, we could pick a, like, we could pick another last name. We don't have to be this uh, slavery history has taught us all the time that people make their own last names. There's, there's like three yeah. big classifications of last names. So you've got um, apprenticeship, you've got um, location, and I forget the third one off of my head so that's how you've got like the blacksmiths of the world um the carpenters of the world right because that was right. their job what they did and you then know, and then you got the people who came out and said okay well i no longer oh and the, i'm sorry the last one is, is is your owner your your plantation owner right got so, you, got you, got you. so then after slavery and things like that people started coming out and re-identifying themselves i don't belong to the johnsons anymore so i mean my last name is john you know like people created their own last names on a regular basis throughout history so my husband said well we can create our own last name so that was something that we set out to do um and then i'm a little hot in the pants so we got married we got pregnant while we were <laughs> planning the wedding and <laughs> in, in, in the process of um you know picking the last name i had a rough pregnancy blah blah, blah. i was on bed rest for 14 weeks and so mm. just the last name thing got away from us and then during the pandemic we had time to sit down and we had you know even before the pandemic we would throw names out we even considered just dropping the last names going back first and middle um and so we would throw stuff at it like just doing research and crystals and all of that like what 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 is it that we want to share with the world? Who are we? Are we what? What energy do we want to emit when people say our name or when they think about us? Um, and so when my little one was in pre-K, uh, you know, in pre-K, you go home, ask your parents what your favorite color is. And her favorite color was purple. My favorite color is purple. My husband's favorite color is purple. She put that together. And every day on the way home from school, she would sing, purple family, we all stick together. Purple family, we all Aww. stick together. And so then from there, we were like, okay, like we went down the rabbit hole of like purple crystals, this, that, and the other. And my husband goes, well, our last name could be purple. People's last name is black and green and stuff all the time and I was like okay chill chill on the purple like, okay it's a little too literal <laughs> right like very much on the nose um didn't even pitch amethyst like, straight <laughs> to purple we know we did pitch amethyst uh purple right um we you know we went through all of it and anyways lavender we, lavender yeah. all of that we came down to uh purple in in Arabic and then purple in um uh Japanese um my husband already had his parents were practicing Muslims. Um, so when he was born, he's got an Arabic name. So purple in Arabic is Ajuani. And I'm not going to give you my husband's whole full name, but this man was like, child, I'll never make it through security. <laughs> so 
shout out. I'll, I'll never make it through security. So it was Ajuani or Mirasaki. And we did the whole like, hey, good morning, Mr. Ajuani. Hello, Mr. Murasaki, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, Murasaki stuck. Murasaki is purple in Japanese, which is why all the branding and everything is purple. Um, and then, you know, the little tablets at Home Goods where you write, you can put the letters in. My husband wrote one day, uh, Bash and L, House of Murasaki, vibrate higher. And then on another one, he wrote House of Murasaki with love always because that those are the intentions that we are setting this is what you can expect when you literally walk into our house and it was like the where we had it displayed you couldn't walk in the house and not see it um so then when it came circling all the way back to your original question when it came to the show and what we were going to do it was like oh we're going to share the house of Murasaki with people we are going to share the love we are going to share the tips and the tricks that made it through i get all of the assumptions oh you rich eyes man a firefighter oh you rich you might you stay home you homeschool your baby like it, it i i receive that i speak that uh, but as it stands today that's not my reality i just choose to spend my money different budget a little bit different i put the emphasis on a different syllable so this you show motherfucking <laughs> so this show is just that's why that. she my friend y'all because that's she, why she, she's that's why I'm your friend. <laughs> that's why she my friend because she a word for me if like that. And she, girl, you, you oh, I can't stand you, girl. So. I so I love you too, friends. So that's what this is. Um, season one, it, it so the seasons run by month. So November is season one. Um, and season one will be holiday tips and tricks. We all get stressed out, be it because payday is after Thanksgiving, the Friday after Thanksgiving on your certain check or because you know you're the person that has to cook everything nobody brings anything or you're a control freak you don't want to eat other people's food or or whatever it tends to be stressful for us all when in reality not even about thanksgiving because that's an american holiday but it's supposed to be about being thankful it's supposed to be about surrounding yourselves with people who love you and who you want to love on so let's share some tips and tricks that allow us to spend more time being thankful for the people that love us and not stressing out in the kitchen so season one will be um <laughs> Someone said on my, on my TikTok, I get this all the time. We just spend money in a different way. That's it. Um, so, Hello. Season, so season one will just be that holiday tips and tricks, whether you're hosting or whether you're the guest. So um, episode one is creating the per perfect tablescape. Episode two is um, the perfect cocktail. Episode three will be the perfect hostess gift. And then episode four, which will be the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, um, my mom and my sister will be on and we will be mm. sharing the ultimate, my mom created this, but it's her ultimate Thanksgiving hack. She does something called uh, Soul Food Wednesdays. And anybody who's at the house can come, or you know, who's coming to Thanksgiving, can come to my mom's house, prep your vegetables, whatever, marinade your chicken, bring a bottle of sangria, and we just drink and we prep our food. And by the end of the night, it should be that Thursday morning, everything can just go in the oven. <laughs> that is beautiful. I absolutely love your emphasis on identity and legacy and establishing mm -hmm. that for your mm -hmm. family and how 
you're basically curating your family vision into your lifestyle presentation like yes. that's that's some real third eye level-headed <laughs> open-minded type come on third shit. Eye. like that's some real like like that's the to me that's the difference between being woke and being awake mm. okay now you're you preaching listen you don't got you don't woke me up <laughs> now you don't tap I ain't getting in the pulpit and I ain't gonna, you know, tap in with the girl, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna let you pass me this mic and I'm gonna embarrass myself. I I ain't gonna get on the stage with Prince and not dance. I know that's right. Come on. Holly, if you hear me. It's not giving uh, when he passed the mic to Kim Kardashian. (laughs) Well, she got all that ass and did nothing with Anyway, Anyway. we ain't gonna talk about her today. But that mean that just it means a lot to me because as somebody of you know their gender identity, as somebody who's trans and lives all all outside of the all outside of the stereotypical norms, just mm-hmm. hearing that in your perspective and from your vantage point, it is something that is so interesting for me to listen to because in a way I'm trying to do that for myself, but I find that I have to do that independently for myself and then curate that into my family. Do you get what I mean? So it's a different approach. You're plowing the land and walking the path at the same time. One hundred thousand Monopoly dollars. (laughs) And I I just really appreciate hearing that because like I said, you're like, you know, I ain't trying to bring bring boys into men boys to men into this, but I'm starting to see the end of the road for myself. And I appreciate the example y'all are setting. I have a quick question. Is your husband Mr. Producer Man? Yes, my husband is Mr. Producer. So, so, so also the amazing part about this show is my husband and I, not only is it our vision, but we are we are the writers, we are the directors, we are the executive producers, we are the editors. Um, I'm on my DJ Khaled, Beyonce, Alicia Keys. My baby girl will have credits. She is on the split sheet because she is in the Work. room. Um, so my, my daughter will be a eight-year-old executive producer. Um, She has credits on this show because she's home. Again, for me, um, this is really my life, you know what I mean? My my homeschool and my daughter gets to see, it's important that she gets to see the, the whole process. It's not just, oh, mommy's on TV, you know what I mean? Like it, it's the idea of there are steps you gotta see it and envision it and speak it and then you gotta do the thing and then you've got to you know celebrate the fact that you did the thing i think so often um social media and all of that has us forgetting the part that the work part of faith without works is dead like he ain't just gonna meet you at the point of your faith just because you say i have faith you have to operate in said faith you've got to do the thing whatever that is so that god the universe allah whomever you believe in whoever you call it can meet you at the point of that faith you've got to do the work very important that my daughter see that work and see that it's you know what I mean? It, it takes four hours to produce <laughs> 30 minutes of content. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yes, God. Yes, God. So, um, 
young and, and and again it's the concept of money right you know little kids they she asked for it and it appears from her point of view you know what I mean right. she doesn't see the work so I need her to see this is what mommy and daddy have to do in order to buy the lols that you asked for or the shirt that right. you want or the shoes that you want like this is the work part um and so yeah without simultaneously pressuring her too hard to figure out your eight what do you want to do with the rest of your life blah, 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 right. yeah. i think that if she gets to see different avenues of work and, and different parts of it she can see me on the camera side but she also gets to see me on the marketing side and she also gets to see me step behind the camera there's more than one lane you know um so she gets to see that so this this is this is us we my it, it's just it is just me and my fine little black man Hey. It's, it's literally just the two of us. <laughs> hey. Come on. Speak to the chick. Speak to the chick. Listen, most of my audience is is grown enough to know that. But but for the few of y'all that don't, clock your references and do your damn research. Mm-hmm. Now give me all the deeds. When does the show drop? Tell us like you said that November is the first season, December is the second season. How far out have you already planned it, Bill? Um, so my show airs November 1st, which is a Tuesday, and it's a weekly show. So Tuesdays at 10 a.m. That's daytime TV if you listen in. Hello, Food Network. Work. Um, because <laughs> you, ain't, you might have to move Tabitha the brand like that, but we'll talk about that on a different day. Um, <laughs> Uh, 10 a.m. primetime daytime content. Um, the network officially airs uh, that Monday, so October 31st. So you can go to the link in my website, elmarasaki.com. It's the second tab, Nosy Bystanders TV. And you can add it to your list of channels so that it pops up, so that it's available when you want to subscribe. It is behind a paywall. It is $9.99 a month. uh, $99.99 if you want to pay for the year up front and um, as it launches we're running a special three months for $24 so I'd like to tell people you could pay for me and get the rest of the amazing content creators for free you've got um, Millichon from TikTok you've got Everybody Hates Chrissy you've got Silk God you've got Sarita Fontaine doing Black News you've got Double D Mother you've got Sakithia you've got Chef Mimi J you've got Coach AT so you can come on here and work out like this it, it's an all-inclusive subscription um you've got somebody doing um sex education you've got um a single couples black diamond doing like single lives and talking about things in the single world you've got um uh chef bebop giving us a, more food content so it it when you pay for me when you pay your 9.99 because oh my god i love l and i want to see how samaritaki you instantly have access to everybody else um nosy bystanders that will be doing deep dives you got people doing crime tv on there so it, it's yeah. it's a little bit of every single thing you've got comedians you've got sports recaps with with the no cap recap you've got um a content creator on there who exclusively goes and visits small owned black businesses and shines the spotlight on them called shop the hood you've got um oh you've got some uh she's brown like me you've got moms on there doing uh 
homeschooling content. And so it's whatever you like, I'm pretty sure you can find on this network. Um, I, I personally think it's going to be the best $10 you've ever spent if you have the $100 up front so you don't have to work, worry about it. That's what I would do, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> um, so that's the deets. And then I have filmed episode one and two is in the bag. Um, three and four are written out. They just have to actually be filmed. Um, so that'll probably happen sometime next week as well, because I didn't, I didn't want to get too far out in filming where I couldn't take notes. You know what I mean? Just because I love it don't mean that y'all gonna love it. I, that's what I would hope, but that, but that's not what that means. You know what I mean? So I wanted right. to leave a little bit of room for there to be um, oh, she heard, you know, what we were, what we were missing or what we were looking for and made that adjustment. So I just wanted a little bit of pivot room. Mm -hmm. um, in December, now, <laughs> we plan God laughs, amen. Um, Hello. <laughs> he laughs so hard, y'all. I really wish I could tell you how hard he'd be laughing at me. But uh, <laughs> God is the real Kiki if you had God, the ultimate you really know the ultimate comedian is what the creator is but um so in december i'm not fully sure what that is going to be because life has taken a turn in the most amazing way we will be moving um okay. and so i'm going to have to figure out i want to take you guys along on that journey so i want to figure out how to again give you my tips and tricks for packing um lifestyle content true, true true lifestyle content in january i think we will get into um winter plant care for all of the plant mothers who purchase plants during the spring and the summertime because it was on the instagram and it's a vibe and now your plants are dormant and you are thinking about throwing them out please don't do that um, right right so, <laughs> how to care for your your foliage during the winter months um and that is, is, so season three is as far out as we have conceptualized, if you will. So you're gonna literally be homemaking while creating a full-blown show about being a housewife. Child, and I don't know who told me to do it. I, let me tell you something, I'm tired already. <laughs> but look at the blessing that that is though, because look at the amount of content you can squeeze out of that. Like For sure, for sure. I could honestly give you ideas to plan out your next six months worth of content just out of the fact that you're moving. Lay it on me. <laughs> you know that video. We could talk Pull about. up on me. <laughs> Listen, do you want to hear them online or off? Because I, I can exclusively send you a list through your verified email. Give us two for the people and then let, let's do it professionally. But get, give us two for the people. Uh, Deciding whether to keep or buy furniture, going through your stuff and, and deciding, you know, what to keep, what to save, what to donate, what to throw away, and then going through the process of buying, you know, where to buy, where to resource, where to buy expensive, where not to buy expensive, things of that nature. Yes. And then also, I think that what would be a great thing is letting uh baby murasaki <laughs> Come on, style baby. her own room yes and just let her go through the process of like what she likes finding her you know showing how she expresses her own creativity and then manifesting that into her own room and seeing how kids can i hate to keep using the word curate but 
curate wow. their own you know living space for themselves <laughs> even at the age of eight like that's amazing like I think you have so no I listen, like I, I could do this for another hour <laughs> I love that too because it's so important to uh, Mr. Producer and I that she feels comfortable now. I didn't. I didn't want this idea of this is my house. This, this is my room. I let you stay here. Da, 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 da. And then right. at eighteen, now she has to go and figure out how she wants to live and what she likes in her space and how she likes it. You know what I mean? I don't do. I don't do nasty now. Pick up. You know, we ain't pick up the food. We ain't doing all of that, you know what I'm saying? But right. I, I sure, okay, cool. If you function a little bit better and organize chaos to a certain degree, go ahead and do that. You know, um, I don't. I feel like a old oh boy from next Friday. No closed doors. <laughs> but <Hello>. uh, <laughs> but she um, she closed her door the other day, and I heard her do it. And I stayed for a minute and then I came and I opened it up and I was like, hey, why is your door shut? And she was like, I just, I just wanted, you know, some alone time. She was on her bed playing her little, playing Fortnite or whatever. And so I said, okay, well, I'm gonna leave it closed for about five more minutes and then I'm gonna come open it up. When I opened it up, she was like, uh, why don't you trust me with the door shut? And I was like, no, I trust you. But just, you know, baby steps. If you need a minute, if you need to detach, cool. Um, but I, mommy keeps her door open as well. You know what I mean? And I just want everybody to feel like we can flow and, you know, and talk to each other. We're a loud family. We yell from room to room, like right. <laughs> all of that. So, you know, leave, leave the door open, but also know that you have the space to take the break if you need it. I love that. That's... Uh quality parenting darling i'm trying child i'm definitely trying i mean listen i have an eight-year-old too and i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out you know the balance of self-identity education exploration of creativity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's just it's so so much it's, it's so, so hard. It's, yes. It's so hard. <laughs> because you yes. don't want to you don't want to put your traumas onto them. You don't want to force them into a direction that they are not going. Now, um my my little baby, she she like her mama. She she famous. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not gonna speak that, but she is okay. definitely listen. She like the boys. She be oh he's cute. And and she won't she won't say it in front of people, but she'll wait until like it's just me and her and be like, such and such was cute. (laughs) And I listen, I I not practicing discretion at an early age. At an early age, but baby, I was I was for the boys. I had a boyfriend in pre-K came home and told my mama in in pre-K I was four came home and told my mama that me and this boy was getting married and that they was not going to be able to live with us when we purchased our own house dead at four fast man but look at where it got you to maybe that's why you own the fast track to, to success <laughs> Because you hot-tailed your hot ass right at the great man. Didn't I? I'm telling you, I just seen the little black boys from the beginning. And I said, oh, y'all fine. <laughs> hey. Oh, okay. What's good? Are you with... Oh, okay. How you doing? Now I know what I want. Now I got to find the right one. Okay. And, and did. Good. I told you I've known my husband since I was four. So that was... He wasn't the boyfriend. But... Um, I was about to say, is he... 
No, he was he was not the boyfriend. He was the family friend. So we would go on play dates and stuff. Um, but I had Hakeem, child, I thought Hakeem was cute from the from the day I laid eyes on him. Oh Are you sure you you cute? Even you when went and Mary Hakeem. Girl. I did. I did. I gotta um I think I posted it on my Instagram, but I'm gonna repost it. I have a picture of me and my husband. I was four, he was about seven or eight, and we were at Sesame Place together and he's holding my hand as we're getting into the water and my dad is like right behind, like just making sure that he doesn't drop me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, we have we have pictures that go all the way back to nineteen ninety four, child. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, my soul quake, honey. That is beautiful. Yes. That is beautiful. Now, listen, is there anything else that you feel prudent that we need to know about House of Murasaki before well, come we talk on, a little prudent. shit? Um, I think you know, I don't know. I would say just just come and join me on this journey. I have been telling people, um, Rachel Ray and Martha Stewart had a uh, black baby. And that Hello. little black baby was also mixed with a little bit of Adrian. And so if you ingest all three of those people's content, then oh. you pretty much know- What's up, you guys? What? <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um so this is this is that um this is one of the most amazing things that I've been a part of to like I said to just be surrounded by so many awesome black content creators who are just fiercely in their bag um in and of itself you know what I mean before a show is even posted before a check is even cut this alone is is dopeness this alone is black excellence this alone is our ancestors wildest dreams and so I just ask that you guys take a chance on us come support us um like I said you pay for me and get the rest of the amazing content creators for free um everybody is doing some amazing stuff and so I just really hope that my art their art resonates with you and you all just come and and, and ingest it (laughs) and I second all of that because if you've listened to any of the conversations we've had if you know her content you already know how she gives it up so you already know seeing that put into a perspective of lifestyle and actual professional television because I saw some of the behind the scenes you you was over there doing honey she got lights and hold on that behind the scenes baby even ate me up okay I had not seen it again I was in front of the camera so I I did all of the preliminary stuff so once once I tell Mr. Producer sir okay this is it this is what I wrote for this this is you know what we're trying to capture you know this is the direction you let him go with Desi Arnaz yes he comes he puts the lights up he sets the angle he then says come check the shot do you like it like somebody my daughter my sister somebody will stand in the space see if you like it baby once I come after that once I step in front of that camera I don't know nothing until I see it and then until it gets dumped on the computer and I not only do I trust my husband because he's my trust my husband but like 
he also does this for a living. He knows my angles. He will be the first one to be like, do that over. Like, (laughs) (laughs) if I'm rambling, he'll stop me like, okay, what, what is it that we're actually trying to say? But then in the same time, I did one cut ate it up yo he paused the camera and was like that shit was amazing <laughs> word yes like, that was the one cut move on right so we got home he dumps it he just wants to make sure it's good nothing is distorted and that it's ready to just drop into the editing i looked over. he was like oh this looked good i looked over at that video i said excuse the fuck out of me <laughs> who are these professional people <laughs> <laughs> Your husband some coochie with that one. Did he did not have to reach down to that one? You had to go on down in that purse for that one. Listen, that was a coochie coupon, saw... honey. Listen, that was worth I... a coochie. That did, what was your coochie craving that night? I was about to Sister. say he, he didn't gave me a coochie craving. Baby. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Producer Man, honey, doing your Shout job out effectively. To Mr. Producer Man, and, and if you oh, need Gina. anything edited, you know, shining. Hello. Hello. But yeah, no. So that that one, I said, oh, this one is getting. I looked up at the clock. It was midnight. I said, this one is getting posted tonight. <laughs> I pitched that Beyonce down, slowed it down a little bit, baby. I said, no, this this the one and not the tip. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I got a little bit more for y'all when we when we get off of this. It's edited down. I edited before I uh, got on here with you. It's edited down, and so I'm just really excited. I'm really excited. That is so amazing. So once again, make sure you go. No bystanders TV. Nosy bystanders. Nosy bystanders. Nosy bystanders. Nosy bystanders tv you can go to elmarisaki.com it's the second tab click on that it's going to give you everything you need if you have a roku tv you can add nosy bystanders to your channel if you have a smart tv fire stick google chrome you can download the roku app and then the same way add nosy bystanders to your channel list all of the trailers are free you can go watch everybody's trailer i think there's like 18 19 of us you can go watch everybody's trailer for free and then on October 31st, subscribe. <laughs> yes. I am so excited. Make sure you guys are there. Now, on to the unprofessionalism. Yes, unprofessionalism. What have you been watching recently? Um, I watched The Mole. Mm-hmm. That, mm. was the, that was the first television show that I watched. Um, and I wasn't reporting on. I wasn't giving a recap. Um, I'm a TV girl. We discussed that before. And yes, sometimes, as much as I love doing the recaps and all of that, sometimes it takes the joy out of it because now I'm watching and taking notes. I'm not. Oh, no. I'm not just ingesting the mess. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not escaping, right? Because I've got to be present to take the notes. Um, Bad. So the mole I used to watch back in the day with my mom when Anderson Cooper was the host, they have uh, relaunched and they're on Netflix. And so I watched the mole from the beginning to the end. I just let it wash over me and I took not one note. I fell asleep watching it. I had to come back. Um, And then same with Love is Blind. I don't do any Love is Blind recaps. So I same thing. I just let it wash over me, Um, you know. 
so those two and then somebody somebody dm'd me and was like please i want to chit chat about winter house so today um during my downtime i'm going to put on winter house and see if it's something that i want to chit chat about okay you i'm gonna have to check that out because i didn't know that there was a whole relaunch baby and it's good it is when i tell you it's good down to right before they revealed the mole i was like this person, no, this person, no, this person, no, this person. I was back and forth and then the, the light went on and I like, you know, because I was oscillating between the two, I was on the wrong one, but it was like the whole idea of trust no one and like question everything is already somewhere that I'm at in my brain, especially after being scammed by somebody that I thought was a friend. Um, so I was like, I was in there, I was watching it like, no, why, why they blink like that? But this could be that, like I was playing the game with Me. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Shout out to my Virgo. I have to get into that. Because <laughs> I love just analyzing people and just being like, so why did you do that though? Why'd you do that? Because I'm the type of person, my husband hates to watch TV with me because I'm the girl that'll pause and ask questions and dialect and overanalyze yes. and be like, but why are you doing that though? But but, but why is she going in there? But, mm -hmm. but she just said that the call is coming from inside the house. And so you're going to walk in the closet. You're going to walk oh, okay, in the cool. house? Hmm, that's, that, you're stupid. All right, turn it off. <laughs> Yeah, right. Like I'm done here, and he would be like, "So you just so you so so you just gonna ruin the season like that?" Mm, no, they ruined it. <laughs> right, they ruined it. Like you mad at me because of some shit they did. Oh, okay. Exactly. I see what you're doing here. So we're right. gaslighting. And we're gaslighting now. You will not route Pittman, me. <laughs> like that boy We don't live in Tampa, and that's Tampa. how you gaslight. Dad, <laughs> this ain't Tampa. Uh, okay. Okay. The damn show ain't Phaedra. No, let me stop. You gotta, you gotta watch it and then tell me who you think it is. Like, at least watch, it's 10 episodes. Watch five episodes and then tell me at the end of the fifth episode who you think it is. Listen, I'll do anything for you. I will <laughs> gladly give it a watch. And the, and, the, and the way that you sold it, I'm like, oh, okay, so it's on Netflix, you say? Got it. I already got a Netflix and they ain't got to charge me for password sharing. And we got our own characters. All right. Praise God. Shout out to Netflix. Amen. Let me go ahead and add it to my watch list. It's already Amen. done. Yes. You know what has caught my attention this week what? that I think I'm going to start watching? Lo uh, Love after lockup, life after lockup or something like that. You need to talk to Ty, my co-host for Two Housewives. She love them shows, child. I can't do none of them prison TVs. I have a, a self-diagnosed phobia of prison, child. I can't. I have, listen, <laughs> I have never been one of those girls to watch any of those shows. I don't watch the 90 Day Fiance. I don't watch the none of those shows. But there was this clip on Instagram that has just been like it has been clogging my my timeline like the algorithm wants me to watch this show apparently <laughs> and it's this woman who is dating like five or six men in prison right and she's also engaged to a dude in prison who is her friend's brother or something but then at the same time she got a friend she got a friend boyfriend or brother is in prison that's gonna hook him up with her that that's gonna hook her up with his homeboy who's in prison and she's talking about and she spent a lot of money on these dudes like she talked about sending a dude she never even met she she talked about sending him a package like i was like great not spending your paycheck to go put money on the delinquents books darling she ain't talking about faith okay mm -mm. girl she said mm -mm. 
say what you mean. I said, I gotta watch this ignorant bullshit. I'm not gonna cover because you know I've been struggling with the recap thing too. Like it's been a drudge. It's been a it's been a hard thing for me. So I've been, been leaning more into the interview sector of my podcast, and it's been bringing me more, you know, joy. Yes, because I seen you had Dr. Heavenly's um media person, the person that does um, Oliver. Yes, yes, yes. I saw you had Oliver. I was on vacation when I seen it, and I said, "Oh, my friend doing big things." <laughs> <laughs> not Oliver, child. Not Dr. Heavenly's go-to. I, I was like, "Yes, love I love him so much." Listen, I've been. And this is going to sound a little crass of me, but I've been in Oliver's DM for a long time for different things. <laughs> That's not as exciting as it sounds, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, I was just talking business. We were literally just talking business because I also do music, right? Mm-hmm. So I hit him up to talk music. I hit him up when I started my YouTube channel to to do an interview for my YouTube channel, but we both got busy and we didn't have time to do it. And so when this podcast came around, he was one of the first people that I thought of. I was like, I got to reach back around and see if he he has the um, time to do it. And we linked up and it was... Magic. Just kidding. Magic. Magic, honey. (laughs) I was so... It was blue magic, baby. I was so happy. I just, there's a lot of people that I have coming on the podcast, a lot of people that I'm talking to and conversing with, and let's just say, your girl is out here moving and shaking. I ain't gonna no. say that I'm booked and blessed, but I'm gonna say that I'm out here moving and shaking and I got 10 toes in the street. Listen, okay? you, you say that you booked and blessed because I really believe you can call it delusional, you call it fake it till you make it, baby. I Listen, there were times where I was... Okay, making twenty dollars stretched, and I said no. My my account runneth over. Right. You got to speak those things that that are not as though they are. Okay. <laughs> that part, Listen and up. that's literally what my entire podcast is. Like my entire podcast is just a presentation of my manifestation. Like I because I do five episodes a week. Like I like I do my show in the style of a talk show. Like I'm telling you guys I want to lean into the talk space. I'm Ooh. literally telling you where I'm going. Well like, in in January, Nosy Bystanders TV will be taking pictures. I didn't I, you didn't you didn't hear that from me. I'm just saying <laughs> see listen I, I was trying to be professional and do this offline because I had a conversation with someone who I've also, you know, there's a Listen, I have a lot of pitches. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in the process of doing some pitching right now, but I have other ideas. So okay. we can have another conversation <laughs> off the lines and things. Yes, yes, yes. And we yes, can yes. talk to Mr. Producer Man if things were to shake and sugar about, you know, coming on and being my producer. <laughs> No, yeah, for sure. For sure. We can definitely talk about that. I was gonna say something you said something that uh I don't remember, child. It's gone. It's we gonna come back to it, I'm sure. (laughs) You know, we jump back and forth, child. We are we are all over the constellation. Ooh, I remember. See, look, I was I was going to ask, and this won't be a spoiler for anybody who's watching, um, but on Love is Wide, and I asked this on my live yesterday, how truthful and transparent do you want your partner to be when it comes to 
looking at other items on the menu. Do you want your partner to be like, oh, nope, I ordered my dish. You could take the menu back and it ain't no other food on the menu. I don't even, they, it doesn't exist. Or do you want your partner to say, now this, this lobster roll look a little interesting. I like that. It's got some butter on it. Okay, that's cute. Like, you know what I'm saying? How, yeah. how transparent and real do you want your partner to be with you? 750,000% transparent. Amen. Don't act, don't act like I got the fattest ass and that you just not looking at no asses when they walk by. Please just don't do me like that. I feel like that's that. Because we could look together. Hello. hello. One, and hello. then two, I have a unique experience with this question because as somebody of trans experience, okay. I'm going through a physical change where my body is starting to look differently than when my husband first met me. Mind you, we've been together almost 11, 12 years, married for almost six, right? Mm. So... That's interesting, friend. Yes. So now, you know, things are starting to look different in certain places, and he is starting to have to adjust his thinking about what he's attracted to because now he's going from somebody who went into our relationship as a gay man now as somebody who's considering like oh well damn what am I into because now my wife as he identifies me is now of a more feminine presentation than I've ever been used to now mind you my husband has always said throughout our relationship that I'm the most feminine person that he's ever been with <laughs> so that's one thing so I think that might have been a red flag or a green flag I'm not exactly sure how you want to take that but um so I so you know in that it's like when you come to different flavors when you're talking about different flavors on the menu it's like when people talk about changing their wigs and like being a new bitch in the bedroom mm-hmm and, and then you hear songs like Dream Doll saying like new body and like all of that stuff mm-hmm. like she got a new body like I'm living that life to the most extreme version of that mm. well not as extreme as most trans women but still no but it's definitely still extreme hormones are a bitch like let me just go ahead and be honest to all the trans people out there listening who ain't started yet let me just go go ahead and keep it 1000 mm. that's it bitch I can only I can obviously only imagine but I know (laughs) right I know the surge of hormones that happen when you're pregnant and it takes your body 24 months about to to, for the hormones to restabilize after giving birth so that's really almost three years of just like extreme highs of hormones and you know Let's just say that I'm two years into hormone replacement therapy and okay. I'm still having highs and lows. Mm. Let's just say that. Thank you for sharing that because you don't you don't owe that part of yourself to anybody. So thank you for sharing that with us. No problem at all. But see, for me, it's like I these are things that I wish I would have been able to just go on a YouTube, go on Google and hear people openly talk about these things. Like, you know, I think that there are certain things that are categorized if we don't talk about that, that are taboo just because people don't. See, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The problem with God, deep, but the problem with the the trans perspective when it comes to themselves, a lot of trans people don't want to be recognized as trans, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot of people who are willing to have these conversations because they don't want to, as we say in my community, clock ourselves. Okay. Right. And so 
there's not a lot of people who are willing to be this open because they want to and they want to not be read as trans or they don't want to be the trans girl. A they lot of people to, yeah. are transitioning to just be the woman or the man that they're transitioning to be and not let trans be the the preface of their identity, right? Wow. Me, as somebody who's transitioning not from one binary to the other, I'm not transitioning from male to female. I'm transitioning from binary to androgynous. Okay. Come so on, right? Thank well, you know. She's no, a rapper, so you know she. No, but I appreciate that because again, I, I past being an ally, this isn't my space. You know what I mean? Right. And so there are just so many things that I'm not versed on in conversations. And I'll be extremely real with you. My husband and I were just talking, and I was telling him, mm-hmm. as a non-member of this community, I don't understand. I, I hear somebody if they say this is what they want to be called, and I respect that because everybody Mm -hmm. has the agency to do that. But I can't sit here and tell you that I understand not wanting to be identified as trans because like, you You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like no matter, I don't discredit how you feel on the inside, but like there's this and then there's that. And then there's, and this is its own category. And to me, that feels okay. To me, that feels like the best form of representation to say, I see your spectrum i see you i Mm -hmm. to me again and i don't exist in this um space so like do whatever but to me from the outside looking in it feels of more of more like erasure to then just say oh you're a woman you're a man like because that to me um what's the word i'm looking for it 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 erases that's not the word but it erases all that you went through Mm-hmm. to be that woman or to be that man you feel what i'm saying so yeah thank you for sharing that and i agree 100 that's my perspective and i feel like i like that's why it was hard for me to specifically identify as a trans woman because of my own identity and the things that i went through to get Diminishing. to this space of transitioning Sorry, that to, the that's the word yes <laughs> perfect timing because the reason why I didn't want to specifically identify as a trans woman is because I wasn't ashamed of the man that I grew up as mm. because I like I don't like to me I this is gonna sound a bit vague. It's your truth. But my experience as a male was not something that I was ashamed of. One, because I never had dysphoria around my genitalia because up until I hit puberty. I was under the, I was under the impression that I was um, actually intersex, right? Okay. So I just thought that I was gonna grow boobs when I hit puberty. When when that happened, Q Q body dysmorphia. But I say I'm somebody who is. Um, I'm trying to think of the most politically correct way to say this. Genetically blessed. Okay. So where I never felt like somebody who was unattractive. <laughs> Come on, genetically blessed. To, I gave y'all the caveat of letting you know this, this is going to sound vain. Even though I felt like my body's presentation was not aligned with what my mind saw in the mirror, I never thought I was unattractive. Okay. So coming into 
my transness that there was a certain amount of confidence that I had in my presentation even in my masculinity even though I was incorporating femininity into my presentation on a more physical basis instead of completely transitioning from one to the other does that make sense no that makes total sense that makes total sense and again I I appreciate that because I feel like a lot of people will say like, oh, I'm an ally and not even just to people in the LGBTQ plus community, even to black people and to Asian people. And it's like, well, did you ever ask me speaking as a black girl? Did you ever ask me what I needed? What my I'm an ally. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> For you my to just be like, I support you. Like, OK, but, but do, how? You know, do you know how I need to be supported? Do you understand why I need support? Like, and so I never know the politically correct way to ask that and not offend because again I don't I don't occupy that space and more than anything I never want to offend any anybody's space right. whether it be religion sexuality whatever the case may be um so for me sometimes it tends I fall back into just being like the silent ally or the ally who is like when it's just over or overtly wrong like no you can't do that <laughs> or like I know like for me my biggest chip is people's pronouns I don't yeah. care how you feel about how what somebody else wants to be called you can I, you you would know sooner if I came up to you and said hi my name is L right you wouldn't say but you look like a Bobby, so I'm gonna call you a Bobby. You know, right. we we know that that's wrong. But when I come up to you and say, no matter how I look, no matter what you feel, I am I identify as he, him, or they. You know what I mean? You can't then look me in my face and say I'm not gonna call you that. And so I I am always like a big advocate for no, no. And and you can feel however you want to feel. And then you can choose to not commune with that person, but you cannot disrespect that person. Right. See, I think <clears throat> this is another reason why I think it's destiny that we met each other because I'm one of those people who has fallen on just about every point of the spectrum when it comes to gender identity to get to the place that I am now. And it kind of, I had to go through all of those places to find, to accept and be fully comfortable with who I am and accept that I just operate outside of the gender spectrum. Come on, but Fantasia, it was necessary. It was necessary, darling. Mm. We had to go through. The only way out is the way through, darling. There is, the only way through it is through it. Yes. Uh, and that, and that's it, like, and that, to circle us back around to like content, that's the thing. People ask me like, oh, what do you have to do? Like, you literally have to do it. You've got, you've got to post you've got to be in the number for people to pick your number if you don't have a number in the pile how they gonna pick it baby that <laughs> put your raffle ticket in <laughs> put your raffle ticket in honey play your numbers girl. play, play your numbers. numbers play your numbers honey get your scratch off <laughs> Yes, you got You've got to have. You've got to have those raffle tickets in it to to be there. And so, yeah. And yeah. to really relate that back to content, like this isn't my first podcast. This isn't my first YouTube channel. I've done all of this before, but I think it's Eat all that. been along the journey of getting to a full realization of what I really want to be doing, where I want to be going, what I want to be leading into. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, learning how to exist in front of the camera, right? I know for yeah. me, um, 
I, I think I told you this before, but I came to, I came back to Instagram because Brands by Bravo reposted one of my TikToks mm-hmm. on Housewives and, well, I, yeah, it was Housewives, I was Housewives and Chit Chat by then. And she goes to repost it. She couldn't find me on Instagram because I wasn't Housewives and Chit Chat there because I had already ran away from Instagram. And she came back to TikTok and she like DM me like, you listen, I was looking for you on Instagram. You're not there, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, past like, I hate Instagram. Like what is the mm-hmm. issue, right? You know what I mean? And yeah. it came back down to embarrassment. If I'm just being real, I had already thrown things at the wall in hopes that they stuck and they didn't for whatever the reason. I'm not ashamed of that part but I felt like if I came back to Instagram as housewives and chit chat people would have been like here she go again (laughs) right I feel like that all the time and I had to realize even posting two three times a day I would hold back on posting because like I'm annoying them and I had to realize like I said you've got to have your raffle ticket in there and so what so what if these people saw me make 10 different businesses and those businesses not be successful the 11 what if the 11th one is or the 12th one or the 15th one you know what I mean how impactful is it also for those people to say damn I watched her try 15 other things and look at her that's what hit like I always think about it like this is the one thing that always stays in the back of my head Morgan Freeman didn't get his first big movie until he was 52 years old Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman, Oprah, uh, there's a there's a list of them. Everybody didn't start off at 18, 19, 20. Some of these people was 30, 40, 50 plus before they got their big break. When it's your time, it is your time. Yeah. And I finally feel like... But you got to be in the number. Iter- right. <clears throat> yeah. And I finally feel like in this iteration of my content creation space, I feel like I'm finally in a place where I know exactly what I'm doing, what I want to do, where I want to go, and what the trajectory that I want mm-hmm. to happen for myself. So I feel like now I'm at a place where I'm prepared to meet the opportunities that are coming my way and that I'm pitching myself out there for because now I know exactly what I want to bring to the table I know exactly what table I'm building Mm -hmm. I know what I'm not doing (laughs) I know what I want I know what I don't want and those experiences come from being experienced yes going out there and doing it tripping and falling trial and error and you learn what houses you want to put your table in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you meet people along the way because i, I want to say this i want to say thank you to people who put your name in places that you haven't even occupied yet people who yeah. speak your name at tables that you haven't even set at yet because that is important and if you find people like that please hold on to them because that's very rare especially in the black community because we are yeah. so oh if i if i share her name if i get her a job she won't come over here and take my my position and no i can't have that and oh they represent me like nepotism is good for everybody but the black person you know what i'm saying so be ye nepotized (laughs) if you can send that right it's like why do we gotta be crabs in a bucket and and i won't be i won't be i will send that elevator back down any chance I get because at the end of the day when that elevator opens right on your floor baby if you are ready to walk into it and you do it and you make something of it amen if you're not that's on you that's on you my my job again back to the vessel is to do the thing 
send the elevator back down. Okay, cool. The rest of that shit is above me. <laughs> All you can do is your part, baby. Amen. Amen. And that's why I'm just like, I just why like I'm starting to book the people that I'm starting to book I'm meeting the people that I'm starting to meet like even within the networking space the content creators like you like Philly Diva like you know so many other come people on that I'm Philly Diva with. we love a Kristen we That's love my a Kristen. big homie actually she was one of the love people her. that I was talking about when I said people who put your name in spaces um I've told this story on my live but I'll tell it again here this girl called me from BravoCon. Oh my God. Y'all missed y'all miss that. She called me from BravoCon. From BravoCon. On, like not on FaceTime, Instagram, FaceTime. I met Jake from State Farm, you know what I mean? But she was, Word. and she was like, oh no, this my sister housewives and chit chat. Like that is the most amazing thing. She, she owes me absolutely nothing. She has, she has no, need to or reason to share her platform with me but she does because we connected and because that is the type of not dark content creator that she is you know what I mean right her brands by Bravo your moms are watching um uh Giorgio says um name names are leaving me queen board who is not really active on TikTok or Instagram but uh, she is she is a phenomenal person and every uh, everything's hunky dory. Um, Bravo mm. booze, uh, uh, bold black and addicted to Bravo. Uh, uh, being being black and Bravo uh, is another while black. Bravo while black. Thank you. These amazing like these Bravo content creators are amazing. Are there some messy ones? Absolutely. But they are there are some women and people, uh Bravo Snark side. Um there are mm. some people in here that are extremely bright spots even when the content is dark. Um and 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 there is a a sisterhood and a bond there that is amazing. Kristen made it to BravoCon. Philly Diva made it to BravoCon because of your moms are watching. She invited her and hosted her after they started talking about her on uh, reunion part one. She posted and was that. like, "I gotta get to BravoCon," and your moms are watching was like, "Click, click, click, let's go." You know what I mean? Yes. So that thank you to all of the Bravo creators that have. Um, taken me in because I'll be completely real when I started as Big Abel on TikTok doing Bravo recaps I had no idea that the Instagram side of Bravo content creators was, was that as big and as vast as they are and everybody I've not had a Bravo and Blaze I've not had a bad experience Love with her. anybody uh, what's the other gentleman uh, Prima Don is that his name who does the content for the housewives and stuff um when my uh, kidnapping a housewife fan dropped, I have received nothing but love from these amazing content creators. And I just, I think that that is dope. And I, I love just as much as I love being coworkers with the people on Nosy Bystanders, I love that I can get to call these Bravo content creators like you and the ones that we just named coworkers and friends. Yeah. Like, that's just dope. That's just yeah. dope. Cause listen, like, he, like, he's been shouting back out to Kristen again. Like, when she found out that she was going, she called me, and she was like, Bitch. 
So I said, <laughs> and she told me all the deets or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she was talking about this and the third. And like, this is what I mean by like, we all lean in to help, to like lean in, help each other get where we need need to be. And it's like a real camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Like, we, like, I just absolutely love that. Like, there was like, we just had all these like, Shout out to her. Love her. Kristen, Kristen is a gem. And I will, I want to say this before we get off the topic of her. I have never seen anybody, especially being Black, especially um, being the target of racism in predominantly white schools and all of that. I've never seen a human being be a target the way that she has been a target and continuously still choose light continuously still choose love continuously still choose to just let like she is like a duck that shit just rolls off her like (laughs) she just it just it just it like it it doesn't phase her and i know that it does even mentally and emotionally and we've you know talked about those things but she never lets that make her calloused or jaded or she's shown up the same exact way since we've met her and I think that that is her superpower if I'm being quite honest uh and so I love you Kristen love you girl shout out to the black content creator Philly Diva make yes. sure y'all follow her the Philly one Diva. and not the two okay and she's not on the dark web amen <laughs> she is not on the dark listen do you know what the hearing that well, first of all, what the hell is Diana Jenkins' ass doing on the dark web? First we know of all. what she doing on the dark web. We know what she doing, but she didn't realize that we was gonna be be paying attention to that. Like, why was you on the dark web in the first place? How does your ignorant ass know anything about the dark web in the first mm-hmm. place? Why are you on the dark web? Mm-hmm. Why do you even know about the dark web? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Shout out to you. <laughs> Listen, before I let you go, can we just get into a little bit of reality tv like news and things that are going on with with the stars out there please let's get into some reality news because of vacation in the show i am i am behind on the competence so yes let's get into some messy reality news you seen what's going on with monique and chris child okay so you feel how i do i don't even gotta say say no more but I want to hear everything you feel I was it you and I talking about this or was this one live I loved um on love and hip-hop I'm not loving hip-hop love and marriage DC when they had that conversation on the floor and she was folding clothes and she was talking about you know what she needed and then Chris was talking about from his perspective not growing up with a lot of married men or married men who chose to be faithful to their situations. In his mind, he's doing the thing. He's bringing the money home. There's space for her to hire whatever she needs, get whatever she needs. Uh, he's not cheating. One None paper, of that. He's a great husband. He's a great husband. And then also being met with the fact of, okay, I don't even want to say that it's not enough, but like that's not the only part. You know what I mean? Like you, right. you, you solidified everything on this particular part, but then there's more to it. Like we have to continue to put the puzzle pieces together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the uh, confusion of 
the woman side, Monique side of being like, okay, I've been asking for this and I've been waiting and now you're asking me to wait a little bit longer because yes, I get that it doesn't happen overnight, but it's been X amount of years, or X amount of months. I thought and that- specifically. Specifically, I thought that was the most real, honest, raw, transparent conversation that I have ever seen from a black couple on TV, period. And it- yeah. and. I identified with that because I've been with my husband since I was 23. We were married and somebody's parents by 24 for me, 27, 28 for him. Okay. And so I remember the conversations of him being mad because, okay, well at 23, you said you wanted this and now, you know, you don't want this no more. And having to, the Tamar and Vince of like, okay you you growing you want more okay and then me saying like hey yes i know we've been surviving i know i'm somebody's mom but i'm also somebody's woman i'm I'm a woman and i need you to honor that side of me and and him okay it's it's coming i'm working on it and then like no i want to see the fruits of the labor now i like that was so real to me right yeah so to be in this place where it seems like they're leveraging their relationship for sales um is really gross <laughs> um, because I do feel like as a couple, I, she wasn't my favorite reality star, but as a couple with their story and their in-law issues, I identified with them so yeah. much. Monique being a Jersey girl, there were so many similarities there for me. So to, again, to see them leveraging their relationship for clickbait, I find that gross. I find that gross because there's so many people that can identify and that have identified with that story and you could push that narrative and build a whole like that that's brandable that's brandable you could be some um what what the 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 mary mary sister uh not erica Bettina and her yeah. husband you can youtube channels on relationships you could do the friday with chance and tab type lane there's so many lanes to make money than to leverage your relationship for some fucking essential oils I said what I said. <laughs> Listen, I don't disagree with you. So I can't even give you the, and what you said was some bullshit because I don't agree <laughs> with that. Listen, I feel the same way on a lot of points that you made because I relate to everything that you said. Like me and my husband met when we were 19. We've been together since we were 19. We're 31 now. We First of all, let's go longevity. Thank you. Let's go. Shout out to my baby daddy. He in the house now waiting on me. Hey, Poppy, I love you. Hi, baby daddy. Hey, daddy. <laughs> daddy, 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 daddy. That. Or as, I like that. or as I like to say, hey, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Stevie. She's a mess. But yeah, like we've been together since we were 19. We're 31 now. Like, 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 like we were somebody's parents at 23, got married at 25, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and just been riding it out ever since. And then all of a sudden I turned 28, 29 and I'm like, you know, listen, you remember that thing I said that I, you know, wasn't really into, but then mm-hmm. I kind of am into that mm-hmm. thing called, called transitioning. Um, yeah, that's, that, that, that's happening. That's right. Saturn's return is here. (laughs) Saturn's return is here, and so is hormone replacement therapy. So we need to get into that. And Mm -hmm. it really shook my entire world up on top of the fact that I was going through this whole 
all I've ever wanted to be in life is an entertainer, is a content creator, is a radio host, is a VJ, is a performer. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm a VJ, not not you showing your age. Listen, you know I'm a grown not the, thing, hey. not the Lala VJ. Listen, what's it's going TV. on? I'm Lala, and you watch this TR rap, I'm grown, grown. Okay, I am grown, grown. I am T. I am Lala, no Carmelo, TRL grown. I am Carmelo, daily TRL grown. I am the box grown. Amen. Yes, I am yo MTV rap grown. Okay, I am rap city the basement grown. Come on, I'm grown enough to know when they messed up and gave a Maria show. Lil Wayne's freestyle on on rap city the basement, baby. With the the specifically the one with Birdman standing behind him, he told him he put up money he need to rap. That that freestyle. Sure. Mm. Do your homework, children. Clock mm. your references. Y'all don't know. Y'all weren't there. Y'all mm. didn't have to get home at three o'clock and have your own TVs on immediately by three fifteen. Hello. Y'all wasn't rushing home to get off the school bus and watch Oprah. I've been in the mud. <laughs> been in the streets. I've been in the trenches. Y'all wasn't cutting off basketball games to go home and watch 106 apart. Hello. Hello. On the street. Mm. Y'all don't know Lil Fizz's rap to B2K's DVD behind the scenes of Gots to Be. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. Y'all know Terrence and Roxy. I know AJ and Free. I know AJ and Free. I know Tom Cruise standing on the couch. Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. Step your cookies up for the crumble. Step your cookies up, okay? Honey. Why are we quoting Nicki Minaj's Listen. Clearly take me home. <laughs> Listen. Let's get... Let's get into it, because I haven't <laughs> talked to anybody about this. Mm-hmm. I did a little podcast about it, but but I did a podcast back when the whole shit with Garcelle came out. I haven't talked about Nikki since, because, you know, the girls are suing people, and mm-hmm. I'm not dumb like Tasha K. I mean, I don't make the choices that Tasha K makes. See, I forget that I might be going places someday, or that I am going places. Mm-hmm. See, and that this you gotta is what watch I, it, but right. still... This is like, what I mean by doing? the imposter syndrome being ever present. I don't ever think that I'm ever going to be in a place where the shit that I say is going to matter. So I never watch my tongue. Mm. But now that I see some of the people that are willing to have a conversation with me on my mm-hmm. podcast, now I'm like, oh, I may want to. <laughs> I got to reel it in just a little bit. <laughs> just a, like even Wendy Williams pulled it back a little bit. Just, just a smidge. Okay. Just you a know? smidge. No, I definitely understand that. But I just. Listen, as a fan of Nicki Minaj, because for me, it's not even about somebody who wants to bash her. I don't give a damn about her age or, 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 or you know, all the other stand shit, barb shit, party gang shit. I, I don't do none of that. Mm-hmm. Listen, as a true fan of Nicki Minaj, I am disappointed. In the same way that I was disappointed 10 years ago when Nicki Minaj and Little Kim were going through these exact same issues. Oh, no, for sure. Because it's so... It's... <sighs> There are a lot of women in rap, right? But there are not a lot of women in rap who make it to mainstream media success, who make it to the yes. levels of Lil' Kim, of Nicki Minaj, of Cardi B, of Doja Cat, of Meg Thee Stallion, the, the, the Remy Ma, the, 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 it, it's the comedian thing, right? It's only room yeah. for one black comedian at a time, right? Yes. In mainstream. And so to see, listen, Kimberly Nicole, that grow, that grow. Okay, Miss Miss. Uh, what you say? Uh, fit a sprite bottle. Okay, she is that girl. She's opened doors. She was 
raw and raunchy and real in a time where women were still 21 this is how, this and is another one and another one and another you. one Hello? so to see our 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 greats the people that we grew up with beefing to this extent is not entertainment i'm not entertained also because the second they start doing that then it becomes as a black woman da, da, da. first yeah. of all we're not monolithic second of all Thank you, you doing that bullshit that that is not indicative of me none of my homegirls nothing i don't i don't want that energy i believe that there is enough out here for all of us and i say this all the time there's 90 million different brands of bread yes and, and nature's own is not beefing with sarah lee that part who was collab. not beefing with hostess, who was not beefing, beefing with, like... Come on, yeah. collab, get your coins, and then, okay, cool. Collab. You can't collab with everybody. You're not going to like everybody, baby. That's just life. But yeah. we're all, okay, cool. You're not the type of person for me, and then you move on. Somebody asked you about them. Oh, we didn't gel, but good, good luck to them and everything that they want. I hope that everything they want wants them real fucking bad. Then... I just... I just... I'm having trouble understanding how she's moving when it comes to the internet. Like, it feels like she is moving like the same bitches she's been calling her sons for the past however many years. When it comes mm-hmm. to Instagram and going on live and these are what bitches on Twitter mm-hmm. and changing your avatar and doing all this. It just seems like, what, like what happened to the woman who didn't dish you food or who didn't do this record? They dish you one hit records. Like, where's that? Where's where where the is the I'm paying you dust? Right. Where's the I'm right. paying you dust? Where's the all these bitches? Because so wasn't I, you on the plane with Dwayne? <laughs> like, please. Like Whitley. Like Whitley. Whitley. <laughs> it's getting like. Weird. Do you need a blankie, man? Yeah, like, yeah. What's going on? It does. Because you seem a little old. A little not part. even musically like and that's the crazy part about it for me is you are in one of the biggest peaks in your career right now you are surging you just had your first and number one hit you're you're about to be nominated for five grammys and you out here beeping with lotto on the internet about a rap category and mind you Couldn't mind you. you let me say this for the record everything nikki everything that nikki minaj said about what the grammys did as far as how they're handling her song and the rap and the pop categories was right I agree. No, I don't disagree, but this is my thing. But the delivery and the way you are handling it is taking away and distracting from everything we need to be talking about. So instead of so instead of us really having a real deep conversation about why the Grammys is putting her in the pop category for this song while they're putting Lotto in the same category for the song. Like, instead, we're talking about why they're beefing on Twitter, why she beefing with JT on Twitter, why Cardi B is beefing with her, why she beefing with everybody that's on the Queen mix. Why, like, I, it just seems like so much unnecessary conversation and then she's engaging in it. It's so much unnecessary conversation in a play. Like, I think the part that, that disappoints me the most, fuck all the beefs, right, yeah. is the powers that be want this we know we know the grammys quite like the oscars quite like the emmys it's not made for us they are not here to highlight our art and so wouldn't it be more impactful to say nah don't worry about it take it out don't even consider it don't put me in the category wouldn't it be more impactful to be that girl 
to be the she used first to be that girl to, to be the first one to say nah grammys you know what it's cool i don't even require your validation you don't even have to consider my art what happened to that nikki did you remember back in like 2011 or 2012 when she performed Roman Revenge on the Grammys and that whole story came out about mm-hmm. her and they said that they they didn't want her to per, per, perform the song after she had prepared it and she said fuck it she gonna do it and then yep. they, then she was allegedly banned from from, from the Grammys and she yes. took this whole stance of she don't give a fuck about a Grammy because her stats and her numbers and her success and her fans mean more than the than the industry's accolades. What happened to that, Nikki Minaj? It feels, uh, these are my feelings and my thoughts, Barb's and Nikki's, if you're listening, okay? It feels as though- I beat your ass about her, so try her (laughs) if you want to. I do real little, (laughs) I do real little sister shit as somebody who has eight brothers and sisters but was raised as an only child. I do real little sister shit. Like as the youngest of nine but was raised by, by myself, don't, I'll don't fight for my friends just like they my blood sisters. And, so and try her if you want to. But okay, it it gives uh what is it? Live fast, die young. Bas- bad girls do it well. It mm-hmm. gives. We were caught up in the hype and the people screaming our names and the chains. And now you look up at forty or so, and you are and then the lottos and the JTs of the world are coming in, and you're having meetings with your accountants, and you realize, oh, we're not set up for forever, Kim Zolciak. We are not like Girl, you. That you was know my what I'm saying? Topic. You know what I'm saying? Hello, it, it, <laughs> Hello. It feels like that. It feels like desperation. It feels like I need this. I've got to have this. I need this because this right now, this music is going to be the one that sets up Papa Bear. When in fact, when you was walking around with the lollipops and stuff, trying to be uh, Vincent D. Herbert and Lady Gaga, it, then you should have been investing. And I don't, I don't know her portfolio. I'm not saying that, but it just she's the first female rapper worth a hundred million dollars. Yes, but worth isn't liquid. It isn't. It gives. Right. It gives the liquid is running low. That's what it gives, and I'm like, why? Like, and the crazy part about it for me, the. The reason why I don't understand it so much is because Nicki built her career. I built my standom on Nicki Minaj off of being the girl who didn't need to do the industry shit to compete. Mm-hmm. The Chance the Rapper I, blueprint. She, yes, she built her entire career. She built her, my entire inspiration up on Nicki Minaj as being the girl who didn't have to do the fuck shit. It's being the girl who could do it based on her own merit, based on her own words, believing in her own merit and still succeeding because she had talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here as somebody who is literally one of Nicki Minaj's sons in <laughs> real life. Like I say this in real life, I would have never picked up a pen and and written a rap if it was not for Nicki Minaj. Hello, because she made me want to rap. Her female rap since, <laughs> since MC Light. Come on, MC Light. Like I really do hip hop. No, no you really do hip hop. I really do hip hop, but Nicki was the one that made me pick up a pen. So like all these bitches is my sons, and I ain't talking about Phoenix. Like that, the double entendre, the triple entendre is like she's that girl, but it's not giving that girl. It's It's not giving the girl that we've been standing for the like. It's not giving the queen that she's been all these years. It's give like like it feels like Nicki is trying to promote her first album. Like it feels like Nicki is on (laughs) you stream again. 
with but the green wig. That's why on, I'm saying it money. feels like yeah. Oh no, it's it's giving. Please stop. It's giving slumber party Gucci man Nicki Minaj era. Yes. It's giving pink bangs. It's giving. It's giving I, I, really I, up Scotty. It's ugh. giving hello. Hello. It's giving. How you gonna do a song about freaky girls and not include Nicki Minaj? Like it's giving the come up DVD. Like it, it, I don't it, it really is. I don't understand it. But to the Kim Zolciak point, it it when you get fast money and when you are first generation money, Toya Bush Harris showed us this. There, you don't know. You know what I'm straight and you too. <laughs> you know, like there, there's. Paris Hilton don't have no issue. She know, okay, oh, boom, I make 100000 off of this deal. She immediately knows what to do with it. There's a yes. blueprint there. That's something that Nicki Minaj, Kim Zolciak, uh, Toya, these aren't things that these people have. You know what I'm saying? So when you get it and you're so excited to have it and you're, you're, you're honoring your inner child with your purchases and all of that, but we're not thinking about the generation um yes and it is so, that like i feel like generational wealth is the carrot that they whoever you want to call they dangles they. in front of us to keep us working to keep us on the hamster wheel when in fact it's more like uh, Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar and Baby Keem in Range Brothers. He says, um, every every contract has to feed the generation after me. And that, that's a paraphrase because as soon as I said the name of it, I, I lost the whole verse in my head. But the the contracts that we signed today, listen, I'm living, I'm living my life. Could could I have more? Absolutely. Would I like more? Absolutely. That's just life. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sure. well. I'm taking care of. I've got uh agency of my body. I've got a roof over my head. I've got love. I've got peace. I've got all of those things. Thus, I am wealthy. So any contract that comes from today gotta be able to ensure that my baby can continue to live the soft life that I'm setting up for her. So that her kids can do that because in this family this is what the baseline is you know what i mean and i i feel like um in this era of fast money and cash app money and TikTok money nobody is thinking about that but i before this is big avail days i don't even know if big avail i don't even know if i was on TikTok when i when i did this but i got in the shower one day and i literally prayed for the generations that stem from me. I pray mm. that whoever attaches to my daughter and marries my daughter, marries into this family, already comes with the values that we possess, that they're already equally yoked, that their kids are already blessed and taken care of. Like this yeah. is not, we are no longer building families and having people that will have to struggle the struggle that is ends with me and again i i am clear that there are people out there that would chop my big toe off for what i consider struggles you know what i mean i get that it's relative but of course but it ends 
with me and my husband. If 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 you choose to struggle after what I'm building, baby, that is just that. That's point you. Okay. <laughs> but but know that you don't have to, and and you'll have to work. That doesn't mean that oh I'm setting my daughter up and she won't have to work. No, she's gonna have to get out there and get her own. Um, but it's about working to sustain and maintain versus working to build. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it, no, nobody is getting it about the mud after me. So those contracts have to ensure that and that that piece. We, we haven't been listening to the Kendrick Lamars, to the Michael Jacksons, to the Princes, to the Quincy Jones of the world. We will trade ownership because we need a new Chanel bag. And I'm here to tell you, everybody got a Chanel bag, baby. I mean, it's cool. I'm not, I'm not trading my ownership to go get a bag that 50 other people have. Right. And like, I just don't understand. Like, listen, when when I see people flex about wanting Birkins and Richard Millie's and Audemars Piguet, the only thing I can think about is what I would have done with that money. Like, like if I could like I could buy an apartment complex. Hello? With the amount of money you spent on a watch. I could go call Eva and uh, uh, Kathy Hilton and invest in Casa del Sol. <laughs> Damn, like I could go get, with the amount of money that these rappers spent on jewelry, I could invest in 818 Casa del Sol and, and feed a tequila. But they're doing it like these people don't own these things, right? And I'm going to use Travis Scott as an example because, pro- no, but follow me. St- stick with me, church. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let him use you. I, this, this is this is travel, Travis Scott pre-Astroworld, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Travis Scott was big on letting you know this is this is the labels chain. I'm going to I'm going to rent the chain from the label, let, do the video shoot, do the promo, all of that, and then I'm gonna take it off and I'm gonna give it back to them, and then I'm gonna take my money because the the tragedy that was Astro World is horrible. What happened there yes. is horrible. But let's I want to talk about the vision of Astro World and, and what he brought back to his community. You know what I'm really? saying? That yeah. that that theme park wasn't there anymore. And this was something that you grew up on. And so you you took your money after you let the label pay for the chains, after you let the labels pay for the board, wardrobe, you you gave that back. I don't need to buy that. Here you go. Now this money that you take, that you pay me, I'm going to take that and invest it and flip it. Things got weird when people got greedy and the eyes weren't dotted and T's weren't crossed. And that led up yeah. to the Astroworld catastrophe. That is, and my heart goes out to everybody who was there and affected by that saw it mentally and all of that but I'm I, again I'm speaking to the the, the business the business genius of what was up until that point and that yeah. is what I strive for that part of it oh, okay, Astro cool. World really could have been fire festival no shade it really could have been but that but that taps into the ego that taps into the greed that taps back into like we talked about earlier not allowing yourself to be a vessel when you get ahead of the message i needed you here to build this and to bring back fun and whatever to this community you yeah. got in front of the message you started doing things that weren't ordained nobody just like Kim Burrell, nobody told you to say that <laughs> nobody nobody told you to say that what happened was you got in front of the message and then things fell because that, that's not what that's that wasn't the mission that wasn't the assignment i don't know what that was and so you go over there and you you now have to deal with all that comes because you weren't in alignment you know what i mean and you weren't intentional but the original 
the original idea was there and I think that that's dope I'm listen I'm gonna be the first person to tell y'all as y'all follow me and I get bigger baby the Birkins the Hermes the everything that you see will be either gifted like Anila <laughs> or Man. or will be set stuff okay this is stuff that came from set I'm, I'm telling you right now right now I'm telling you my money is going into in, in investments I I had a my mom my aunt her mother always said um put your money in the dirt because that's the one thing they ain't making more of that when the dirt run out baby the dirt is gone okay put your money in the dirt get you some land build you build you some land get you some property make that be that form of income i don't give and listen and i'm i'm a fashion girl i can i can run down with the birkins and the kelly's and the in the class and i'm love louis new line all of that but mm-hmm. but it's it's not giving it's not giving one of the hottest reality stars married to a former football player that is now foreclosing because why when you saw all of that money you touched all of that money foreclosing because you had to have a g-wagon foreclosing because you had had to be dressed in balenciaga from head to toe bro come on that don't make no sense eight years of having your own television show and mind you at one point brielle and ariana were getting paid to be on the show as well so all y'all was making money and then like you're starting businesses where's this skincare line where's all the stuff you were doing where's the wigs like where's all the businesses that you were allegedly starting and next thing you know like your show has been off the air for what a year and was supposed to be back but then they let let's be very clear that last season of tardy for the party that didn't happen that production pulled the plug on was because they showed out they got on there they wanted this that and the third they relate to production and it became not worth the struggles she sabotaged herself kim zoziak spent too much money on botox for her and her daughter (laughs) that's not funny don't don't make me laugh at their body dysmorphia listen they're the ones that chose to go and fill their lips instead of their savings accounts all we can do is acknowledge the in a high interest yielding account like what are we actually doing what are we actually doing that's what i don't understand that's the reason why listen i ain't here to count nobody's pockets i just don't understand why people aren't setting themselves up and setting up their children up especially when they get on these platforms and say that that's what it's for people get on these platforms and say that they're doing it for their families they're doing it to be their families and the next thing you know the moment one check goes away now you in foreclosure i don't understand do what for your family that doesn't make sense beyonce already so y'all love to listen to beyonce until she actually telling y'all some stuff she told you pay me in equity okay and did this girl is a shareholder for for uber Hello. Because she did, I forget what concert for them. I think, wasn't it a private event? Don't misquote me. But she did something. I think it might have been a private event or something. And she, and she walked said, away. instead of paying me, she said, give me Hello. stakes and stocks in the company, honey. Thank you. She, she walked said, away with equity. no liquid cash from that deal, but with equity. Like, like there are there are celebrities out here doing the thing, doing the thing, and and, and you get the money and then say, no, I gotta go have that new Balenciaga shoe, huh? Birkin, 
what? Huh? And the, listen, as the cute nerve as of you to buy was, a Birkin and not a um and not a Noir, like the nerve of you to buy a Birkin and not a business. I don't understand. <laughs> the nerve of you to have a Birkin and no LLC. Ah! The nerve, <laughs> the unmitigated gall for you to have a Birkin and no building. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. It's giving very much candy. I'm wearing Target unless you're paying me to wear something else. And I've been saying that for years. I said I could be walking around with a billion dollars and y'all would think that I have 30 in my pocket because I'd be walking around wearing the same Hanes sweatshirt and sweatpants from Walmart that I was wearing when, when I was broke. Hello? I'm trying to tell you, when I, when I get the check, it's giving Doug. It's giving Simon Cow, baby. It's giving Lisa Ray. I'm not Lisa Ray. Yeah, Lisa Ray. It's giving white t-shirt and jeans. I'm telling, yes, I'm telling y'all. Forever. Y'all will see me in white t-shirts and jeans until they pay me to do something else. I'm working on these um, sweatshirts for House of Murasaki, at least two, because I want to be able to film in them and then I'll work into selling later on. But like, it, it's giving it's giving Robin. I'm, I'm wearing my Reasonably Shady merch. Like, it's giving Tim Cook, giving Steve Jobs. It's giving, bitch, I'm worth a billion dollars and I'm wearing Chuck Taylors and Izod. Hello, hello. Because the new New Balance line is fire. Exactly. <laughs> like, who are you wearing? Ha, I'm wearing a house of Murasaki. Listen, and I can't wait. Speak that. Speak that. I am wearing Hello. I'm wearing house of Murasaki. I'm wearing the my uh, my old merch shirts, my don't shrink shirts. I love wearing those and people being like, oh, where who's that shirt by me? Me. Me. That part. I am here for a long time, not not a, a short, quick lived good time. I'm here for the longevity. I'm here for the the success of my baby and her Man. babies and her babies and her babies. We won't be telling no more stories like this vapor of. My kids, kids gonna have a way, bitch. Hello. Hello. I listen. I could talk to you all day, but I know you are a busy woman and I'm sure you have more more press to do with more more people to see and more more babies to kiss and more Not babies to, to kiss. I'm a <laughs> I'm through. Somebody asked, what's Vic's vapor up? When I when we end this podcast before I end the live, I'll retell the story for y'all. God bless. Listen. I just appreciate you so much, but there's so much that I want to talk to you about offline. Yes. I need your help. I need your advice. Bitch, I need a mentor. I don't know if I got to pay you. Send me your rate. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I don't know if you'll do payment plans. I am, listen, I am in. I don't know if I got the, to talk to Mr. Producer. <laughs> I'm in the era of, of accepting that I can get paid for my talents. So is like, I would love to just blah, 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 word vomit it out because it's like, for me, I can, I can think for more thoughts. Like this is just what I do. So I'm in the era of accepting payment for my thoughts. So we can definitely work something out. Um, but just know that it, it breaks my heart to put a, to put a price on it. I just, I be out here trying to be like, Jesus child, I be trying to just give it all away. And my husband be like, what is you doing? Listen, <laughs> I understand. Cause I be like, you know, listen, I understand. I be the same way. And 
I understand, you know, like people gotta get paid for their craft, paid for their talent, paid for their things. And at the end of the day, I don't give a damn if it comes in the form of an upfront payment or a back end payment, contractual obligation. Like, like I'm one of those people who has studied the industry and the and the and the business long enough to know that there's more than one way to skin a cat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're one of those people that I want to have a conversation with. So let's converse. Okay, but with that being said, you have given me so much. We have had such a deeper, more broad, more impactful conversation than I ever would have expected from us from an episode that's built to just talk about to just talk shit about reality TV that we watch. Mm-hmm. But this is exactly what I needed. Thank you so much for being here and giving me some time during your very busy press week. Thank you. Thank you for allowing. Listen, thank you for being part of the press tour. Amen. <laughs> listen, the blessings go both ways, honey. Thank you. I'm blessed thank to you, have you, you, and I appreciate you considering being here to be a blessing. I thank you so much because I love you dearly. I love you dearly. You always fill my cup. I appreciate uh, your light, your energy, as well as your art. So thank you so much, babe. Well, we try to keep a love tank full around here, you know. Yes, we got to keep the love tank full, Vicky Gumbelson. <laughs> Run it over in Christ's name, honey. Yes, 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 yes. I but yes, it. I will let you get back to all of your busy things, all of your bookings and your blessings. But before I let you go, let the people know where they can find you, your TikTok, all of your social media, your show, your enamel pins, all of the things of the things, House of Murasaki. Perfect, perfect, perfect. You can go to lmurasaki.com. That's E-L-L-E-M-U-R-A-S-A-K-I.com. The first tab is my TikTok, Housewives and Chit Chat. The second tab is Nosy Bystanders TV on Roku. Um, The third tab, you can go in and find all of the podcasts that I've been on. If you click the link shop at the top right-hand corner, you can go ahead and get you a House of Murasaki with Love Always enamel pin decorated or created 100% by me. Everything from the backer card to the actual pin. It is a 1.75 inch enamel pin that says with love always. Just a reminder to be the love, feel the love, share the love, give the love. Um, They are $12. So it's enough for you to buy one and for you and give one to somebody else. It's cute enough to put in the little holiday gift grabs as work and stuff is coming up. There's normally like a $15 cap on it. So it's $12. It's right under that cap. uh, the Nosy by Standards on Roku TV is $9.99 a month as it airs for um, on October 31st. We are running a special three months for $24. Uh, you can get me and the rest of the amazing content creators for free. You can check them out again at the second t- tab on my website or you can go to Nosy by Standards TV on TikTok. That's N-O-S-Y by Standards TV on TikTok. Uh, House of Murasaki on TikTok. You can find all of it though from my website, lmurasaki.com. Yes, ma'am. The woman is a brand, honey. <laughs> it's giving the brand, the mogul, the icon. <laughs> yes, brick house with, with a brand, honey. I live for that. I claim that for you. Yes, and I receive it all. I receive I love you so much. And we are going to chit chat about the rest of it in the DMs and via email and all that good stuff. Yes, I will hit you up in both and just whichever one you respond to, that's where we'll reconvene. Heard you, babe. Thank you so much. I love you. Love you more, babe. Talk soon. Talk to Bye, you Bye, Mr. Producer Man. <laughs> Bye. Bye, babe.
All right, everybody. That was my conversation with Elle Murasaki from Housewives and Chit Chat and her new show, House of Murasaki. I hope that you guys enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. And I want to thank Elle personally for trusting me to come back and add me to her press tour to talk about her new show and all of the amazing things that she has coming up. I'm so proud of my friend, and I think that she is just so amazing in all the things that she's doing, and I think that she deserves everything that she's accomplishing, and I just can't wait to watch her flourish and continue to be greater and greater. And I appreciate her also having the wherewithal and the grace to even bother to reach back and say, hey, girl, if you need some help, if you need some contact, if you need some advice, if you need some of this or some of that, let me know and I'll do what I can to help you as well. I think it's important to, especially within our community, the black community specifically is what I'm referencing. I think it's important to make sure that even on our way up, we reach back and pull the people up who deserve to go along with us, along with us. You know what I'm saying? I think that it's important to leave space for every type of creator, every type of black person, every type of individual who truly has a talent and a work ethic to get the job done. And I believe that adding people to a space does not diminish your own space. And I'm so glad that I know people like El Murasaki who believe the same things. A lot of the content creators that I've had on the podcast are people who are just genuinely good people and enjoy, you know, creating content and being a part of a community like this. So I'm glad that not everybody fits within that crabs in a bucket mentality. And there are some people who are actually just trying to grow but not at the expense of tearing down others. And that makes all the difference to me. So make sure you go and follow Elle everywhere at Housewives and Chit Chat. Make sure you sign up for Nosy Bystanders TV on Roku. Pay that $10, get Elle Murasaki and get all the other content creators on her network for free. Make sure you guys go to the Instagram channel for this podcast, Real Reality Realness on Instagram, and make sure that you guys follow, follow me, follow my co-host on Housewives History, Megan Edie. Make sure you follow that podcast as well. We just released a new episode, and (laughs) we're talking about Orange County, and it's a wild ride. So make sure you guys get into it. Um, Yeah. That's about it. I appreciate all of you for being here. I love every single one of you from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Make sure you guys always be real, stay in reality, and always bring the realness. I am Cherie Laveau. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, love you. Bye. Peace.